Chapter 1, and this morning, verse number 5, James chapter 1, verse number 5, where the Bible says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Every verse in the Bible is true. Every verse in the Bible is important. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable, but at the same time, it is hard not to think that there are some verses that are maybe more important than others. Do you know what I mean? This is one of those verses. This verse is highly important. It is highly significant. If we can use the word, it is highly relevant. It's incredibly applicable, especially at the stage of life at which you find yourselves this morning, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. If we would take James 1 5 to heart, if we would put James 1 5 into practice, it would, it would bless your life in a big way. It would help you to learn this verse, memorize this verse. And apply this verse in your life. And, and, and I trust the Lord will help us to see how that is and why that is this morning. Let's just break it down phrase by phrase and we'll run some references. You can follow along on the back of your bulletin that lists the references that we'll be turning to. The Bible says, if any of you lack wisdom. It's presented as a condition, but it's a condition that all of us meet, right? To lack is to have less than you need. How many of you lack money this morning? You need more than you have. That is to lack. We all, we all need more wisdom. We all have less wisdom than we need. So this verse is us. This verse applies to us. It's like 1 John 2. If any man sin, well, the previous chapter just said that everybody sins. And if you say you don't, you're a liar and you're calling God a liar. Okay, so this this condition is met by all of us. Uh, Hold James 1, come to Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1. This is why the book of Proverbs is specifically addressed to young people because... This statement, if any of you lack wisdom, this statement of not having as much wisdom as you need, it is perhaps never more true than right now, where you find yourself in life. Proverbs chapter 1, verse number 4 says, here is the purpose of the writing of the book of Proverbs to give subtlety to the simple. It's my simple, they just don't know things, but look at this, to the Young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear, will increase learning. A man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. So the book of Proverbs is a book of wisdom. And this book of wisdom is addressed specifically to young people because you guys have a tremendous need for wisdom. And the reason for that is is very easy to see. Because you have decisions to make, some of you within the next couple years, some of you within the next several years, 
But those decisions are going to dictate and determine or at very least affect in a big way the entire course of your life. You, you have huge decisions to make. And what is wisdom? Wisdom is making the right decisions. Wisdom is taking knowledge and applying it to do the right thing. Wisdom is good choices. You have choices to make. Will you make good choices? You've got decisions to make. Will you make the right decisions? It, it all comes down to whether or not you have wisdom. And you need wisdom to make those choices because those are huge decisions that are going to set you on a path you are going to follow, many of you, for the rest of your life. And the, the issue is you've got to make those decisions while you're young and you don't have the experience that often brings wisdom, right? Old people typically have wisdom because they've lived through things. They've seen things. They've made mistakes. And oftentimes that's unfortunately the best way that we learn. We do the wrong thing and think, oh, I don't want to do that again. That's a painful way. To gain wisdom. It would be better. It would be better. And it is possible. To have wisdom. Without learning it the hard way. It is possible. To lack wisdom. To not have the wisdom you need. But to obtain it. From God. Now. Look at Psalm 119. Psalm 119. Psalm 119, verse 98. And the Bible says, Thou, through thy commandments, hast made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients, because I keep thy precepts. Now, if you don't read it properly, it might sound a little bit arrogant. It might sound as if the psalmist is bragging. It might sound as if his head is inflated. If you just read, I am wiser than mine enemies. If you just read, I have more understanding than all my teachers. If you just read, I understand more than the ancients. This guy's out of line. What's he saying? Let another man praise thee. Stop stop patting yourself on the back. No, no, no. You've got to read the entire verse. Look at what it's attached to in every case. Thou through thy commandments hast made me wiser. Do you know how you can have wisdom? Just do what the Bible says. You know how you can always make the right choices? Don't transgress the commandments of God. Do you know how you can have wisdom beyond your years? Be familiar with the contents of God's word and let it be a lamp to your path, a light to your path, a lamp to your feet, however it is that verse is. Verse 105, thy word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. Verse 99, I have more understanding than all my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. Verse 100, I understand more than the ancients because I keep thy 
precepts, okay? So we have a tremendous source for wisdom, the wisdom that we lack, the wisdom that we need, the wisdom that God wants to give us, he put it in here. And we can go here and find it. And if we live by the Bible, we don't have to learn the painful lessons of life from mistakes that we make. You can just do the right thing and enjoy God's blessing. Back to James 1.5, next phrase. James chapter 1, verse 5. The Bible says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally. Okay? So we lack wisdom. That, that's clear. Equally clear is the fact that God does not. He has no lack. He has all the wisdom he needs. He, also, he has all the wisdom we need. And he is completely willing to distribute that wisdom, to grant us that wisdom, to share his wisdom with us. Proverbs 8.22, we won't turn, but I'll read it to you. The Lord, this is, Proverbs 8, the whole chapter is a description, a personification of, of wisdom in verse 22 says the lord possessed me in the beginning of his way before his works of old god possess we lack wisdom god possesses wisdom and the wisdom god possesses he gives to all men liberally he does not discriminate on the basis of age he does not discriminate on the basis of gender. He does not discriminate on any basis. He gives to all men and he gives liberally. Liberal has a very negative connotation in today's society. You need to understand that, okay? But let me define the word biblically. When you find liberal in the Bible, it has a lot more of a positive connotation. I'll explain the difference to you in just a moment. But liberally is defined as freely, <clears throat> bountifully, largely, generously. How's this? With munificence. I can't even say it. With munificence. What is munificence? Liberality. <clears throat> Without selfishness. Or meanness. How does God give? God gives freely. God gives bountifully. God gives largely. He, he, he's not a miser, okay? He's not just dealing out a very little bit. God will give you all the wisdom you need. God will give you as much as you need. God freely distributes wisdom. He's not trying to keep it away from you. God's desire to give you wisdom is greater than your desire to obtain it from him. He giveth to all men liberally. Now, how did, how did people today become known as liberals? Well, you'll notice in society that whoever frames the conversation has the advantage. <clears throat> That's why people who believe in murdering children in the womb want to call themselves pro-choice. If you can frame the conversation, if you can choose the terms, if you can put your side in a positive light, right? 
If, if you don't believe in killing babies, well, you are anti-women's reproductive rights. You are anti-women's health. You are... A- I believe that women should be healthy. I believe women have choices to make. I, I believe in all of those things. I just don't believe in murdering children. But I'm the anti. Right? If, if, if you don't go along with uh, climate change, if you don't go along with, inv- you know what you are? You're a climate denier. No, I don't deli- de- deny the earth has a climate i don't deny statistical data to show temperatures going up and down i'm just not buying into your narrative that you need more political control so that you can try to reduce co2 emissions tell that to the cows they put off a lot more than people if you need an explanation of that C. Gage. He lived in Nebraska. Okay? What's the, what's the point of all this? Liberals, okay? Liberal. They want you to think that's a good thing. Do you know why liberals are called liberal? They are liberal. They want to give freely. They want to give bountifully. They want to give largely. They want to give generously. Just not with their money, with yours. They want the government... To extort from the citizens to give to somebody else so that they can exert more political control and win more votes and elections. And anyway, rabbit hole, not the point of the lesson. God is a liberal, but not in the 2022 American political sense of the word. In the biblical sense that God freely, generously, largely distributes wisdom. Now, come on. That ought to be an exciting statement to those of us who lack wisdom and need wisdom. God will give us as much as we need. Look at this phrase. And upbraideth not. God gives. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not. What, what is to upbraid? I don't know. I get this mental depiction of somebody with a whip. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's the braided thing. But to upbraid is to charge with something wrong or disgraceful. To reproach, to chide, to treat with contempt. Let me ask you this. Have you ever wanted to ask your parents for something, but you were afraid to ask? Okay, thank you. Class participation. Um, let me ask it this way. Have you ever been on a girl's trip and you needed to use the bathroom? <laughs> but you were afraid to be the one that said, can we stop? I really got to go. <laughs> right? Do you know why you were afraid? Because if you did, I was going to upbraid you. Right? I was going to chide you for having chugged that soda when we've got a hundred more miles to go. Okay, if you have siblings, how many of you have a designated asker in your family? Do you know what I'm talking about? Who is it? Okay, so you asked that, but like, do you have a sibling who is the designated one to always ask? Okay. 
It, this, it, it worked that way in my family. And typically, it's interesting you said Ariah. Typically, it's the youngest. Right? Rachel, you identifying with this? Okay. Usually, that youngest brother, that youngest sister, uh, if, 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 you know, siblings get together, they want something, they want to go somewhere, they want to do something, you ask. You go ask, and whether it's your asking dad or mom, it's usually the youngest person because they just don't have this fear that the rest of us have. And what's going to happen when we ask the question, what's that fear about? You don't want to be chided. You don't want to be upbraided. You don't want to get fussed at for asking. And so it's like all the disciples in the upper room want to ask the question. And so they all, hey, John, you've got to ask, you know. John apparently was the designated asker. He wasn't afraid. When you lack wisdom, you don't have to be afraid of asking God. He's not going to chide you. He's not going to upbraid you. He's not going to fuss at you. He's not going to say, you stupid person, asking me again, even though it's true. He's just going to give you the wisdom that you desire if that's really what's in your heart. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. They give it to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. You know, there are a lot of prayers that we pray and we don't know whether the answer will be yes or no or wait. And all of those are answers to our prayers, right? There are a lot of prayers that we pray and we're, we're asking God for something, but on the end of it, we tack, God, just please let your, your will be done because we have no idea what God's will is in many situations. We ask for healing. We don't know if, if God's will is the heal and, and so forth. A lot of things we're pray, we pray for, we're not even sure whether or not we should be praying for them. But the Bible says make our requests. And so we're making our requests. We're taking them to the Lord. And we're trusting the Holy Spirit to, to interpret our prayers and intercede on our behalf and for God's will to be done. But this prayer is not that way. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God that giveth all men liberally and upbraideth not. And it shall be given him if you pray for wisdom with a true heart with true belief god is going to answer that prayer he has no desire to withhold wisdom from you you just have to want it bad enough to come to him and ask him for it come to hebrews chapter 4 let's run some references hebrews chapter 4 verse number 14 Hebrews 4 and verse number 14, the Bible says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, <clears throat> let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that when we obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We can be like the youngest sibling. We don't have to be afraid to ask. We don't have to be hesitant. We can come boldly knowing that God has wisdom, that God distributes wisdom, that God will not chide us for asking 
Let him ask of God, and it shall be given him. Come to Proverbs chapter 2. <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 2. In verse number 1. Proverbs 2. In verse 1. The Bible says, My son, if thou receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom, and apply thine heart to understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God, for the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He, he lays it up. He has a gigantic storehouse, plenty of wisdom. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He's a buckler of them that walk uprightly, keep the paths of judgment, preserve the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, a every good path. When wisdom entereth into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant in thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. It'll protect you. It'll guard you. It'll help you not make the wrong choices and hurtful decisions. Wisdom, when obtained, will preserve and keep the righteous. Notice the conditions given in the passage. Verse 1, if thou wilt receive my words. Verse number 3, if thou criest after knowledge. Verse number 4, if thou seekest her as silver. Verse 5, then shalt thou understand. Verse 6, for the Lord giveth wisdom. Verse 9, then shalt thou understand. Why is it why is it, in light of these promises, clear statements in the Bible, why is it that we don't ask for wisdom more often than we do? Just stop and think about that for a moment. <clears throat> when is the last time you personally asked God to give you wisdom? How often in the past week have you asked God to give you wisdom? Past month? Past year? Why is it that this item is not on the top of our prayer lists? God said he would give it. The Lord giveth wisdom. It shall be given him. Why don't we ask God for it with promises like that? I think we simply fail to realize how badly we need God's wisdom. Something in us is convinced that we got it figured out. We're okay. I got this. <laughs> we don't understand our desperate need. For God's help, for God's direction, for God's blessing. I would not want to go back and be a teenager again. I mean, I love you guys and everything. And I'm not super excited about getting close to 40. But 
But being 18 years old is not the easiest time in your life. I get that. Right? And as I look back all those many years ago at the decisions and choices that I made and the direction that God gave me, <clears throat> I remember making some difficult decisions. I remember making some, some choices that I struggled with. But I remember what it all came down to was the fact that somehow I was very aware of my need for God's blessing on my life. And somehow down in my heart, I had developed a, an intense desire for God's blessing on my life. I guess I had seen enough people just coast through life, going their own way, making their own choices, and it not turning out all that great. And then I'd seen other people who really loved the Lord, and they were serving the Lord, and they were enjoying it. It was the best life ever. I just knew that I needed God to bless my life. And he gave me wisdom, helped me make some good decisions, and I'm thankful for it almost 20 years later. But you've got to recognize how badly you need God to bless you. You've got to recognize how much you need God's help. You've got to recognize this great gulf between our lack and God's supply. And let it drive you to your knees, begging God every day to give you the wisdom that you need. Come to Jeremiah 10. Jeremiah chapter 10. <clears throat> Verse 23. Jeremiah 10, 23, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. It's a powerful verse. The way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. That's why Proverbs 3, 5 through 7 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. You know what happens when we go our own way? Isaiah 53, 6. All we like sheep have gone our own way. We have turned everyone to his own way. If we go our own way, we're going away from the Lord. Our way is often in contradiction to God's way. It's not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Don't think you've got it all figured out. Don't fail to recognize your need for God's wisdom. Look at Proverbs 19. Proverbs 19, verse number 21. 
The Bible says there are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. All right, let me, let me try to illustrate this for you in some areas where you need God's wisdom. Right? Big choices, big decisions you have to make. And you've got to make the right choices, the right decisions. Many of you are going to decide very, very soon. Your plans for the future. Eight of you just graduated high school. A couple of you just on the cusp. And the question that you are, have been asked and will continue to be asked, what are you doing after you graduate? What are you doing after high school? Where are you going to school? What kind of career are you going to pursue? All of those things, like you, you've got to make those choices. And there's not a verse in the Bible, thou shalt go to such and such college. Thou shalt become plumber, baker, candlestick maker. There's no verse in the Bible. Butcher, baker, <laughs> candlestick maker. I knew, some, I knew I butchered that somehow. Did you catch that? There's no verse like that. But you know what you need? You need wisdom. You need God's help. Um, most of you have a chance at getting married one day. <laughs> Seriously, there is other 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 than your decision to get saved, there's probably no decision that will impact your life more on a daily basis than the person with whom you exchange vows before God and witnesses. That is a huge choice and a huge decision. And honestly, hopefully not all that far off in your future. It's a good thing. It's something to look forward to, but it's something to pray about. Start praying now for wisdom. There is no reason any of you should wait to start praying for God to lead you to the right person, help you become the right person, help you find the right person, help you do things right. You should start praying now for whoever it is that God has in your future, that God would bless them and help them and keep them. Look, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Lauren and I have been married 15 and a half years. Most of it has been super awesome, great. That's like 99.9%. The other 0.1% is I'm a jerk at times, okay? But you know what? I started praying about that when I was 13 years old, which is weird to think about right now. It, it honestly is, but I'm so glad that I did. You know why? Because I lack wisdom, but God gave me, God just blessed me way more than I deserved. You should start praying about those things. You just graduated high school, you need to really pray about your next steps. You, you're, you're, you're heading that direction, you need to really pray about what God would have you to do. You need to be asking him for wisdom on a daily basis. So many more Areas where we need God's wisdom just every day in our life, relationships, conflicts. Anything ever go wrong in your friendships with people? You, you ever have any friction with people you go to school with or people you work with or people you go to church with? Those, those things are not 
necessarily real easy to navigate and to handle, right? God will give you wisdom if you'll ask him. Conflict resolution really help you when it comes time to get married. (laughs) You could learn that. Anyway. James chapter 4. A couple more verses real quick. James chapter 4. Verse number 1. James 4, 1. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts that war in your members? Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war. Yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Maybe stupid is real easy to fix. Maybe you don't have wisdom because you haven't asked God to give you wisdom. Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lusts. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not the friendship of the world is enemy of God. Whoso there is for be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. <clears throat> you know why we don't ask God for wisdom? Because we're more interested in other things. Maybe you've been asking God for something else we need to realize and and recognize the value the priority of wisdom ask lord for it it shall be given him look at first corinthians 14 38 first corinthians 14 and verse 38 1 Corinthians 14, 38, the Bible says, But if any man be ignorant, that's a nice Bible, polite word for lax wisdom. But if any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. So basically you have two choices. You can be wise or you can be ignorant. We could divide the room this morning. Some of you are wise. And some of you are ignorant. And we're not going to make a list on the board. Because it's not up to me. Right? But you know what this verse is saying? If you're ignorant, if you're not wise, you know why? Because you want to be. You want to be ignorant. You could be wise if you wanted to. God would give you wisdom if you just asked him. The source of wisdom is right there in front of you. If you're not wise because you don't want to be, if you're ignorant, obviously that's what you want. So I'm just asking this morning, if you do some self-examination, which category are you in? And what do you want to be? James 1. James 1, verse 22. James 1, verse 22. The Bible says, But be doers of the word, 
and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any yeah, hear the word and not a doer, he's like a man beholding his natural face in a glass, for he beholds himself and just goes to Walmart just like that. <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about? You see people at the store, did you really look in a mirror before you left your house today? Well, that's how God sees us when we hear but don't do his word. Okay? So the application of the lesson this morning is very simple. Oh, I got a collection up here. The application is very simple. Ask God for wisdom. Start praying now for God to help you to make the right choices, the right decisions. And not just once today. Make this an everyday prayer in your life. You'll be really glad you did because God does not upbraid. He gives liberally. It shall be given him. Let's pray. Father, thank you today that we can be in church. And thank you for your word. Thank you for the promises and the instruction that we find. Thank you for these young men, young ladies. I pray that you would guide, bless, direct their lives. Lord, may they obtain wisdom that you so freely give. Thank you in Jesus' name.